more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk Hello, welcome to another Morebikes.co.uk podcast. It's only been a week since the last one, uh, but we thought, what the hell? We'll run into a side room and record a new episode for you. My name is Tony Carter. I'm the editor of Morebikes.co.uk. I'm also the editor of Motorcycle Monthly, which is the free weekly paper you can find if you go into any motorcycle dealership in the UK. Um, brings you up to speed with news, got some good tests in there, that's the advert over, let's get on with the chat, because next to me is uh, my esteemed colleague Miko Nymanen. Hey, hello. We've been rehearsing that <laughs> for weeks. Um, um, well, the reason we've popped in here, Miko, really, oh, I should say as well, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to it before, uh, we might eat food, we might drink while we're doing this, it's just a bit of a lunchtime chat, it's nothing too serious. Uh, put a comment underneath the podcast if you don't like it. Put a comment underneath if you do, if you've got a point to make, and wow, whatever. It'd be nice to hear from you. Don't care if you don't really, just, you know, whatever. Right, so we'll crack, we'll crack on. Because we just dived in here for a brief chat, because Miko, we've just come off the More Bikes website this morning, and we've got a cracking story about a hydrogen fuel cell, not the sci-fi technology of the future, as we may have thought with regards to motorcycles, because Suzuki have just patented a road-legal hydrogen fuel cell super scooter. Looks like a Bergman, but they've patented this uh, in America, effectively ring-fencing it. Yeah. And as far as this technology goes, it's a pretty big step. It is, and it, it would be amazing if it came through. I, I presume that we, we might see in the next year or two, if it's patented now. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. well the, patent, the, the patents tend to go through... And as a general rule of thumb, if it's a finished-looking bike on the patent, so if they've put the effort in to draw it properly, effectively, yeah. um, you're looking at two years. From the moment the patent is published, it's usually a two-year time yeah. span with Japanese manufacturers. So it's not entirely out of the realms of possibility that at the end of 2017, we could see the first commercially available hydrogen uh, motorcycle let's call it that it's a Bergman okay? yeah. it's a scooter but it rides more like a, a motorcycle really um, that you can go and buy and we know that it's not just a flight of fancy for them we know that they've been working on this for years now exactly it's not something that they're just sort of testing the water exactly I mean you also work on a, a, one of our sister titles called Twist and Go magazine mm. and I think you guys on Twist and Go were covering this back in I think it was 2011 yeah a while ago because we were having a chat with the editor on that Mo weren't we Mo Spencer yeah. and he said 2011 uh, was when Suzuki um, and let's be fair Suzuki haven't hidden this technology no. away um, you don't actually remember the cross cage do you yourself no. but the cross cage was like um, naked road, roadster type thing but it was purely hydrogen fueled yeah. fuel cell and it was a rideable prototype that a few people got to swing a logo over a number of years ago so Suzuki haven't been coy about this. They want to put the technology out there. They have the technology to put it out there. Yeah. And now we're seeing this bike. And it's, we should point out, because, oh man, very exciting, but we should point out that this isn't a hybrid. That's the whole, that's the, one of the biggest things about it, the most exciting part about this for me. It's not a hybrid. This is a hydrogen fuel cell motorbike. Yeah. Looks like a Bergman on the outside. It probably will use the same chassis and... Yeah. whatever why wouldn't, why you? wouldn't you yeah you've got a chassis that works yeah. you know you're going to appeal to a certain type of yeah. uh 
consumer out there, I hate the term powered <laughs> two-wheeler. So I'm not going to use it. We're going to call it a motorbike, all right? Because yes. it's got an engine of sorts and it's got, a, it, and it's, it's got two wheels, right? So let's just call it, for the sake of argument, everyone listening to this, this hydrogen burden is now a motorbike, okay? Right, good, yep. done. Just motorbike. Bike. Bike. Definitely bike. Exactly, it's a bike. Um, but yeah, you're going to appeal to a certain type of consumer. They've patented it in America, so they've ring-fenced it there, yep. this tech, and it opens the door for a lot of other things to come in the Suzuki Canon. So hopefully we'll see a naked whatever. We'll see something like the cross cage come out or something yeah. along those lines. Do you and reckon I, it'll be something sort of commuterish that would come out first? Or? Oh, I don't know. I think the Bergman ticks that box to an extent. Mm. The Bergman that we've seen today. Yeah. Um, and if, if you're listening to this and you want to have a look, just look on morebikes.co.uk. We've got the patent drawing and the application on there. Um, and you, you'll see it for yourself. Um, looks amazing. A couple of fans on this thing to keep it cold, uh, cool as the hydrogen's pumped through, but it's all on there. But yeah, so I think the Bergman ticks the commuter box to an extent. Um, I just think, yeah, we're all getting caught up in supercharging at the mm. moment because we know the superchargers are coming. In fact, obviously some of them are here already. Yeah. Uh, and in the past week we've seen, uh, oh, who was it? Was it Autobuy? Autobuy? Yeah, yeah Autobuy yeah. in Japan. Um, they showed a picture of the Kawasaki Ninja R2 and we know Ninja R2 is coming because Kawasaki have trademarked that name so Kawasaki Ninja R2 uh, and they're saying now that's a 600 there, some people have been saying they think it's an H2 uh, Kawasaki that is a, a, just a lower spec but also by the Japanese magazine are now saying that the R2 is going to be a 600 supercharged which makes sense with some of the paint drawings you and I have seen, Miko. It makes, and what, what Kawasaki have been saying, that they want to create scalable supercharging. Exactly. They, they wanted to make it available for lower displacement machines. Exactly. Well, I think that would make perfect sense. Benefit on the 600, you get 1,000cc power when you want it, if you yeah. tap, tap up the supercharger. Also, you get better miles per gallon than you'd get if yeah. you set a, a, a 600 to be in that state of tune all the time. And it would be pretty awesome. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Especially on the 250. Yeah. yeah. And my obsession with 250s continues. Yeah. But I mean... But it's not beyond, you know, possibilities, is it? We yeah. saw a while ago, wasn't there a KTM, KTM RC390 or something that we had that had the supercharger bolted onto the side of it? Or a 300 or an yeah, R3. Yeah, yeah. Or, there was something like yeah. that. There was some Indian engineer who bolted a supercharger yeah. on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was the case. I'm yeah. sure I'm not tripping right now. It was, sure. yeah, yeah. It was a supercharger no, on an no, not a factory like supercharger. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no. But it does show that the smaller yeah. capacity bikes can obviously any capacity bike can have a supercharger to an extent. Yeah. You, know, you can pull it on anything that you want, and I, I just think that while we're all looking in the direction of supercharging and turbocharging and going, wow, that's very exciting and sexy. It is very exciting and sexy. But if we look past that, maybe this is where Suzuki have. Not got the drop on everybody, but Suzuki, we know, have been developing this for at least five years. Yeah. Arguably more. Yeah. To have well, it to the state where we first saw it. it. For yeah. Five years, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so let's say, you know, conservative estimate, five, six, seven years. Let's say seven years. For seven years, they've been working on this. And on February the 25th, they decided, or they were granted the patent, it was published. They applied for it in August last year, August 2015. So they applied for it. You apply for a patent, it's kind of secret really, then the patent gets granted and then it gets published. And that invites other people then to um, contest a patent on copyright issue. Yeah. So now it's been published, so we'll wait and see if anybody contests it. I don't think they will. 
Um, usually with this sort of stuff, when it's a big factory involved, they've done their research. So it'll go through uh, mm. uncontested. We certainly haven't heard of any other manufacturer doing anything no. of the sort. No, 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 no. This is where we set ourselves up to be completely <laughs> taken down. Yeah. So somebody emails us and goes, uh, Honda did this two years ago, yeah. where have you been? Um, but I don't, I don't think there's anybody out there who's patented a, a hydrogen commercially available or to be commercially available, road legal bike. No. The, the, like I say, it could be the next step. And yeah. I hope it is. I hope we have superchargers and we have a great deal of fun on that. But eventually, you know, something has to be done. It's either going to be electric battery or a hydrogen fuel cell. For me, the electric batteries fall down in charge and cost. Yeah. And yeah, everybody turns around and says, oh yeah, but the technology will get good and you'll be able to charge them quick and the cost... Well, it hasn't really happened on mobile phones, has it? It's taken a long no. time for a mobile phone battery to reach the point now where they're talking about one minute fully charged you know, for the next yeah, gen and the next yeah, gen yeah. after that. And I think it will happen with electric bikes. They will get there, but they might not get there as quickly as hydrogen. Agree. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. And I think that's the issue for me. Electric is an exciting prospect. And when I've ridden electric stuff in the past, I've really found it. I mean, the instant torque is just wonderful, really addictive. But I, I, there's no way I'm charging the bike for 40 hours to have six minutes fun. Remember when you were a kid and you had something that was radio controlled and you had to charge yeah. it up? Yeah. And you'd literally go and play <laughs> with it for like five minutes and you'd have to spend six hours on charge. Yeah. Great, that kills it for me straight away. I'm like, no, I'll go and, I'll go and do something else in my time. But some bikes, like the, the new Zero bikes, yeah. the sort of off-road style bikes, the yes, Euro yes, MX bikes, yes. they're quite nice because they're pr- proper designed for just latting out for yeah. half an hour, hour, two. Exactly, and, and then... you don't tend to ride that style of bike for much more than that anyway, even if it was mm. conventionally, uh, you know, fired up petrol engine type thing. Yeah. Right, KTM free ride. Yeah. Another example of it. But I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about touring bikes or everyday commuter or something. Yeah. I just don't want to have to charge it up every time I stop. I had an Aprilia Moto 6.5 many, many years ago. One of the most goddamn awful motorcycles I've ever ridden in my life the front didn't know what the back was doing it was designed cosmetically by Philippe Stark who previously designed a stupid bloody um, lemon squeezer it was <laughs> crap right in the time when Aprilia made bikes that literally literally fell apart in your hands <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of things that came off while I was riding that right and okay I'm not the most mechanically sympathetic man to ride I think it was a 650cc single yeah. But I broke it three times. <laughs> just, it was just rubbish. <laughs> and the reason I tell you this is because it had a, a petrol tank on it which carried just enough fuel to do genuinely about 44 miles, right? Because <laughs> I rode everywhere with it absolutely flat against yeah. the stop, right? And I had a 42-mile commute from <laughs> my house to back when I worked at Motorcycle yeah. News, right? 42 miles my commute and this thing carrying the fuel for 44 miles <laughs> I don't even think it had a reserve tap on yeah. so you just I just knew because it broke I ran out of fuel a couple of times I just knew I had just enough fuel to get to work yeah. if I rode it hard and that meant I had to fill it up every time I went to work yeah. or every time I came home it had to be filled up right can't tell you how dull that got how, and quickly. Just yeah. ridiculous. And on the same with these electric things, there's no way on this earth I'm going to ride a bike, get to where I'm going, stop, plug it in, 
you know, and people can say, oh yeah, you can just put a charging cable out and whack it in the wall. But no, 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 I'm sorry. Motorbikes no. should, should be largely about ease of use. Yeah. 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 Otherwise, I'm, what's I'm the with point? You. I'm with you. I mean, the whole infrastructure will need to change exactly. drastically for electric bikes to be usable in, in wider sense. Exactly. I mean, I think, I still maintain my, it's an idea I've seen, I think it's in the Kawasaki patent showed it, but it was an idea that we talked about a long time ago, and I think it's the only way to do it, where if your charge is running down, you pull into what we would term a petrol station. Yeah. You pull in, you'd ride into a certain bay, an arm would come out, push the battery out of the bike with a new fresh charge battery. Yeah. So you pull in, the old battery's taken out, the new battery's plugged in, and you ride off. It takes two minutes, and you've got a a a prepaid account or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. And then that battery lasts you, let's say, 250, 300 miles yeah. at whatever pace you want to ride at, just like a petrol tank. You pull into the next garage, press, you know, you pull in automatically, battery comes out, pushes the other one out into a receiving arm on the other side, yeah. and off you go, right off yeah. again. Similar to that Kawasaki patent we saw yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. a few months ZX. ago. Yeah, That's yeah. it, where basically the, the side of the frame hinged out. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. that type of thing I think that's the only way it can go because yeah. I'm not I'm not convinced about the battery life but for me the hydrogen Bergman that is now official that has now come out and we have the patent for yeah. is very exciting and if we can I don't know what do you reckon hydrogen pumps I mean liquid hydrogen recharging fuel cells or it's fabulous man don't know sounds a bit X-Men to me yeah it's pretty cool though man. <laughs> I wouldn't want to follow you though, the amount of water it puts. I want to, actually, I want to know how much water it's going to put out as well. Because the only byproduct of this is, is pure water. Yeah. But it drips out of the exhaust, doesn't it? Or out of some. Out of some it'll it'll uh, have some system. Exit pipe. Pipe. Yeah. I wonder if you could drink it. <laughs> but why not? If, you could, if it's pure, yeah. you could decant it into something, into a bottle. How much is it going you to kick out? Work. I don't know, tell us, Suzuki. Older oh, Suzuki. Yeah, no, that's too far. You've ruined it. <laughs> you ruined it. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. I'm, I'm going to patent that. Pretty Lord cool. I tell you another thing that is cool that I liked that we saw today uh, were the wings in Moto Grand Prix. It's the first day of testing at La Salle mm. uh, in Qatar, um, and we know obviously Ducati coming out of those wings on the Desmond Sedici 16. We know that because we've seen it, and they've already talked about them at length. But the Yamaha wings that uh, Lorenzo went out on um, last night, as we're currently uh, recording this, they are fabulous. They're big wings. Big wings. Look like made from carbon fibre. Yeah, they look like shark fins, don't they? Yeah, inverted shark fins. Yeah. He's just under the old shark helmets. <laughs> it buys itself. It really does. But um, I'll tell you what they look like to me. They look like the front side wings off an F1 car you know in the, not in the not those little bunty things they mm. used to have out the nose yeah. but the actual that whole wing they've got coming off the front with the side yeah, yeah, ailerons yeah. do you know what I'm saying yeah. I'm not really making this very clear if you look down the top if you just took those top fins off there yeah. and whack them on the Yamaha that's what they look like yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean yeah I do I do yeah. again if you listen to this look on morebikes.co.uk we've got, we've got the picture up on there uh, and surprisingly, Honda turned out with little winglets on the RCV 2 and 3V as well. 
Um, they look like no use to man or beast. They look like an afterthought. Uh, yeah. Someone's cut a knee slider down and, and cut it in half and bowl it onto the side of the fairing. It's I can't see how they make a difference. It's not but, too different from like Rudolph antlers that you put on your car. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, you might. <laughs> Every year. Finish. Every year. Finish, you see. Obsessed with reindeer. <laughs> reindeer meat, reindeer pets. So um, I was having a conversation with uh, Steve in the office, actually. Steve Rose. And we were talking about those fins on, certainly on Lorenzo's bike. And just a theory, don't know if this is feasible. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you've got a theory, please love to hear it. But we came up with a theory that these um, wings uh, help braking, help you braking right, yeah. into braking zones. Because you think about it, the wings are effectively level. They can't move. They're not allowed to move these wings. So they're effectively level on either side of the fairing, right? Yeah. So they're level with the ground. You're going along in a straight line. What are they going to do? Not you don't need downforce in a straight line. Not on a motorcycle. No. And you can't get downforce anyway because you naturally have to have a gap between the bottom of the fairing and the, and the track. Yeah. Right? So you can't get downforce like that. So they're naturally level. So if they're aero neutral at that point, yeah. neither helping nor hindering, that's one thing. Yeah. In the corner, don't know about in the corner. They have to have some effect, but we're guessing it's negligible. Yeah. And coming out of a corner with all the electronics and the rider skill. Pretty much all of the riders are, are, are very similar. All right, you know, they're separated by a second or whatever for the first 30 of them. But yeah. they're all pretty similar. So, you're bombing along, you're Lorenzo, you hit the, um, hit the brakes, front goes down yeah. on the bike as the front compresses, you hit the brakes. As it goes down, you change the attitude of the fixed wings on the fairing. Yeah. So now instead of them being aero-neutral in the direction you're going, you're now dipping them forward. And so they, you're getting more downforce. It's, well, it's oh. almost it's almost like putting your hand in water when you're rowing a boat. Yeah. So you're rowing, rowing, rowing. Right? You stop rowing for a second, put the oars up, and then put your hands flat in the water and then turn them yeah. so that the attitude is at 90 degrees to the, the, the flow of the water against yeah, them. Yeah. Instantly, what if it adds... What if those fins, because they're quite big on Lorenzo's bike, what if they add 5% more braking force? Yeah. And you're not doing it through calipers or through forks, because the guys, you know, if you're going into a corner with your back wheel off the floor, you ain't got much more braking coming, son. You're right on the limit of where you are. Yeah. You can't do anything more about that. But if it's aero positive for what you want it to achieve on the brakes, 5% increase there. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's just a theory. It's probably nonsense, but it's just a theory. Sounds good. Well, I don't know why they would do it else. Because you, you can't... Wood wings on the side of the fairing help aero benefit in a straight line. I can't see probably how. Probably not. I can't see how. Because no. it's all about how you close the bubble of air behind the rider. And that's why on the smaller bikes in particular, 125, the riders used to raise their asses up and put them on the, on the hump of the seat unit behind them. Yeah. to smooth the arch of their back so the wind behind them as they broke the bubble yeah. as they went through the wind and created a bubble bubble you know you, you know what I mean as it closed behind them it was a smoother close yeah. um, and that helps your overall arrow sounds weird but how the bubble closes is as important as how the bubble is opened at the front so I can't see it being like that but I just think these things are amazing and in one day in one day we have had and this is why we popped in to do this podcast we have had Yamaha have patented stop-start technology on their scooters, yeah. which we've seen on Hondas, but now Yamaha are involved in yeah. it. Suzuki have done the hydrogen fuel cell for the road, which is incredible. Very cool. 
Lorenzo has gone out with the sexiest wings we've ever seen in Moto Grand Prix. They are as good looking as the Ducati is ugly. Yeah. Sorry, Ducati, but your wings don't cut it. What else have we had? Oh, there's some news that Susie Perry might be going back to MotoGP. Yeah, that's exciting. With BT Sport. Yeah. Fabulous. Love Susie Perry. Get Susie back on the screens with two wheels. None of that four-wheel nonsense. Um, we haven't heard from Susie or anything about it yet, so it might turn out to be absolute bullshit. But well, uh, the rumour the... is that Susie's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I hope so. I think she's fantastic at what she does. Um and we had all other sorts of things kicking off as well today. I'm trying to think what we are. Oh, and Rossi goes out in the side, uh, lasts 10, la- 10 corners, and then crashes. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever been out on track, you know how easy it is to chuck a bike away when you're all excited. It's nice to know he's won nine world championships. He's the greatest of all time in some people's eyes. And he goes out there and then he crashes after 10, 10 corners. So he's still like us. There, there's hope still for all of us. <laughs> for all of us. As we're sliding down the, <laughs> sliding down the road going, shit, how did that happen? <laughs> You know, Valentino's done exactly the same thing. Oh, <laughs> crap. As Lorenzo goes past him, probably giving him a, a certain hand sign or something. You know? I would imagine so. Well, you have to do that. Yeah. If the guy's okay. You have, to, you, have to, <laughs> you have to pass on your good wishes, <laughs> as we've all been susceptible to, to receive them. Uh, yeah, I speak from bitter experience. Um, but yeah, so in terms of the day, it's been a really exciting day. It's been very good. Very good. And we're looking forward to what's about to come, um, because we've got all sorts of launches still going on. Um, we've got a Bridgestone tyre test going out on at the moment, but we've got things like the Thruxton R that's got to come out. Yeah. Um, the T120s, yeah. the Triumphs. Yeah, yeah. That Thruxton R, you and I are now both blown away by it. Really is beautiful bike. Um, and then in the scooter world, there's lots of things going on. We're waiting on some some uh, vehicles coming into where we are right now, aren't we? These uh, electric cycles that that you start yeah, to look at. In, yeah, we're looking at. Um, electric bikes which should be well it's a bit of a departure from from what we're doing now yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. uh, it should be interesting it's this electric mm-hmm. stuff isn't it all coming yeah. back yeah. I, I, I want to make it like we've got a plan for what we talk about but clearly we haven't <laughs> um, it's just a bit of a lunchtime and some natural mm-hmm. about what's been going on really um, oh and we have seen although I definitely can't tell you the name of it or the company that's involved so apologies in advance for that but we've seen a prototype helmet this week. Um, and we can't tell you any more than that because we agreed to not say anything about this. I'm sure we can say that it looks very good. Uh, it looks awesome. <laughs> uh, carbon shell, um, sound reduction of the wazoo. It's just fabulous. Um, and we will be able to tell you about it in a short period of time. But it's one of those, one of those things that somebody's come along and said, have a look at this. What do you think? We've gone, wow, yeah, that's, yeah. Gonna, that's really going to sell. It looks nice. It's absolutely fabulous. Um, so that's been very exciting. And when it yeah. does come out, we'll tell you all about it. In fact, we did we did some uh, video with it that we have to hold on to until, until it's about to come out. Um, just because I, I don't think all the paints have been filed on it and stuff yet. So yeah. obviously the manufacturer doesn't want us to tip the wink to its competitors. Yeah. can't understand that. Um, so really exciting times. And uh, it's just about to kick into the riding season proper. Yeah. So it's fabulous. You're not far off getting your Africa twin. No, that should be here in the next few weeks. Jammy sod. Yeah, that's uh, all right. That's going to be amazing, that, especially on the roads. I, I think, think on the road it's going to be a great bike, you know. I'm really looking forward to it. It's such an iconic bike. It's, yeah. you know, I've not tried the new one, but it is just such a fantastic looking bike. Looks I'm great. Really, yeah. It looks, looks pucker. Yeah. It looks like it a does. real Paris Dakar style. It does, yeah, yeah. Rather than a. 
a and comfy that, roadster, you know, masquerading as that type of bike. Yeah, really. yeah, it looks a little bit lighter and nimbler than the big, big adventure bikes. And, yeah, no yeah. such word as nimbler. <laughs> More nimble, actually, it probably is. Oh God, now I said that it probably is such a word as nimbler. Oh, uh, sure there is. Oh, well, if I said it, there must be. We'll have to check it out. <laughs> and I'll probably be wrong. Ah, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter in the slightest. Yeah, so looking forward to looking forward to having to go on that on that turn. Mm, yeah, um, should be good. We've just got a GTR 14 just turned up, haven't we? The new GTR 14 Kawasaki, and uh, whilst Bertie, who's riding that, is probably uh, sitting there at lunch, you might nick the nick the keys and go for a spin on that. But uh, all good. Everything's coming up, and we're itching to get going in the, on the riding stakes. Weather's hopefully going to improve soon. Stop snowing, and we can get out there with more fervor. Yeah. In which case, we're probably going to do more of these podcasts from on site in terms of when we go out riding and riding different bikes that's a nice way of doing it I think and uh, definitely uh, update as we go with video on the morebikes.co.uk website so what we're going to do that'll do it for now Um, we just thought we'd pop in and tell you about all this stuff that we've just seen this morning very exciting morning have a look on the website for yourself and check it out it's morebikes.co.uk don't forget you can get us on Facebook we're on uh, morebikes Facebook and also motorcycle monthly Facebook uh, where you can see the content on there, videos, latest news, etc. You can also get us on our Twitter feed. Uh, you can find us. There's a whole myriad of ways you can keep in touch with us. Post any comments you want underneath this or get us on our Facebook site. It'd be lovely to hear from you. And we'll talk to you again very soon. Okay, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on morebikes.co.uk. See ya. Cheers.